0: Your Republican rival, Donald Trump, is now facing a lot of criticism, as you know, for his recent remarks, remarks he made about the the war between Israel and Hamas. I want to play some of those remarks for you and our audience right now. Listen to this.
1: And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north, because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart.
0: You slammed Trump uh, for these comments, accusing him of praising murderers. Why do you think so many Republicans seem untroubled by Trump's comments? You know, I don't know that that's true. I think there might be a lot of Republicans who are troubled by his comments. But, Wolf, let's make it clear. He's a fool. He's a fool. Only a fool would make those kind of comments. Only a fool would give comments that could give aid and comfort to Israel's uh, adversary in this situation and he always places in the context of himself he went on in those comments to talk about his resentment towards prime minister netanyahu because they had a disagreement regarding the actions we took regarding soleimani um and and he says i still am angry with netanyahu about that implying that that's the motivation for his comments this is someone who cares not about the american people not about the people of israel but he cares about one person one person only the person he sees in the mirror when he wakes up in the morning. As a Republican Party, we cannot once again nominate a fool like this to be our nominee and get him anywhere near the presidency of the United States. Desperate times like we see in Ukraine right now, like we see in Israel right now, lets the American people know how important the American presidency is, not just to us, but to the whole world, Wolf. And having a fool like Donald Trump, who would make those comments in the tone that he made them, um, it's proven to folks that he has no business being president of the United States.
2: This major international crisis has revealed some very big differences in both policy and temperament between U.S. President Joe Biden and his predecessor Donald Trump. Biden was both measured and empathetic while offering Israel full support. He went on to slam Hamas and telling foreign actors to stay out of the conflict. This all feeds into his reelection narrative as a competent, steady leader when it comes to world affairs. Donald Trump, though, the likely Republican presidential nominee, gave the kind of speech that his critics say makes him unreliable in a crisis. On Wednesday, he complimented Hezbollah, the iranian backed terror group, to the north in Lebanon and attacked Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu for not taking part in a U.S. strike on a top Iranian general back in 2020.
1: I'll never forget that Bibi Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing, I will say that. When I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say it.
2: Joining us now from Washington is Ron Brownstein, CNN senior political analyst and senior editor for The Atlantic. Ron, it's good to see you. Hey, John. So the Washington Post editorial board described the contrast between the current president and the former president like this. Biden rises to the occasion on Israel and Hamas. Trump sinks to a new low. We'll get to the politics of all of this in a moment, but just take a step backwards and explain why this stuff matters. Why is it especially true in moments of crisis that what our leaders or wannabe leaders say and how they act is just so important?
3: Yeah, you know, the, the personal, the contrast and personal demeanor and behavior from President Biden and former President Trump really has been underscored uh, by the last few days. You know, Biden's, you know, argument when he ran in 2020 was that he would be a steady hand on the tiller, uh, that he would manage, uh, restore America's relations with its allies around the world, and he would uh, react strongly but steadily through crises. And by and large, I think so far, uh, most Observers in both Israel and the U.S. believe that he has been both uh, firm and uh, unyielding in his support of Israel, uh, but also uh, modulated in in his uh, in his comments. For example, by noting that uh, democracies uh, are always stronger when they adhere to the rule of law, a subtle warning uh, to Netanyahu about how far he can go, uh, perhaps in, uh, in, uh, in 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 instilling uh, civilian casualties. Compared to Trump, you know who is probably certainly closer ideologically to Netanyahu than Biden is, uh, but Trump instantly makes it about him, about his personal grievances with Netanyahu for not giving him enough uh, credit for the 2020 assassination of uh, of an Iranian general, or his other uh, assorted grievances, uh, and his his habit of praising uh, autocratic or STRONG MEN leaders, talking about you know kind of the strategic brilliance of Hezbollah and Hamas, the personal contrast in these, you know, very difficult hours could not be more stark. And whatever happens
2: politically as a result of this Hamas attack in Israel will be for Israelis to decide. But according to Rolling Stone magazine, in recent days, Trump has been speaking with pro-Israel GOP donors and reportedly Trump has spent an enormous amount of time aggressively trashing Netanyahu, saying he should be impeached by the Israeli parliament because the assault occurred on his watch. Never mind the fact that Israel's parliament can't impeach a prime minister. uh, But this story has been picked up and reported in the mainstream media in Israel. You mentioned where President Trump was very popular at some time. What seems to take this to a new low, though, is the reported motivation here for Trump to attack the Israeli prime minister. You touched on it.
3: It's all personal and it's all transactional. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, as I said, ideologically, uh, Netanyahu uh, is more closely aligned with Trump than with Biden. Uh, Netanyahu has identified with the Republican Party over the last at least 20 years, Uh, I think more overtly than any foreign leader, uh, has ever identified with an American party. I mean he repeatedly spoke before Congress at the invitation of Republicans to uh, oppose uh, Obama's efforts to uh, to make a nuclear deal with with Iran. Despite all of that, despite that ideological uh, sympathy and 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 Netanyahu's uh, general um, uh, support for Trump's direction of trying to normalize relations between Israel and its Sunni neighbors rather than focusing on the the Palestinian peace talks, despite all that, you know i think what you're seeing over these last few days is is a view in israel that biden is still the more reliable partner because he is the more reliable person and 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 trump kind of exploding in a fit of pique at not getting enough credit for netanyahu in the immediate aftermath of 1200 israelis or more being killed on the probably the worst day in the country's history is just a reminder of how much his politics uh, is about him
2: yeah, and that's for along headlines um, with a lot of criticism and headlines like these. Trump somehow manages to make the Israeli Hamas conflict all about him. Uh, and a few mm. challenges in the Republican presidential primary have spoken out uh, criticizing Trump, one of them being Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Here he is. Now's not the time to be doing like what Donald Trump did by attacking Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu, uh, attacking Israel's defense minister, Uh, saying somehow that Hezbollah were were very smart. Uh, We need to all be on the same page. Uh, Now's not the time to air personal grievances about an Israeli prime minister. The reality is it seems that whatever Trump does does never have any impact on him politically. But has he hurt himself here politically or is it the case that he's actually helped Joe Biden?
3: Well, look, I, I do think that this kind of crisis is exactly what Biden advertised himself as being more fit to handle than Trump. Would be. I mean, this is going to be. You know, right now the the, the dominant impulse really across the the civilized world is to rally to Israel's uh, support, uh, understandably. But there is going there are going to be dip, difficult diplomatic and military trade-offs as this moves forward. That are, that is going to require a lot of dexterity to support Israel, uh, but perhaps to restrain Netanyahu to avoid uh, a wider war, to keep on track the broader project that that Biden. Has has continued, admittedly, from where Trump started of normalizing relations between Israel and some of its Sunni neighbors, largely around the idea of countering Iran. It's going to take a lot of skill and dexterity. And, you know, um, that is really the issue for Trump, who uh, who is so volatile, so unpredictable, he argues that that is a an asset that it makes you know adversaries uncertain. The the madman theory, an m- updated version of that that Richard Nixon uh, talked about. But you see, even from his rivals in the Republican race, a reminder that you know that kind of behavior at this kind of moment is especially magnified. And look, you know, we know that foreign policy isn't top of the list uh, for Americans when they vote. But one of Biden's core ideas uh, in 24, as it was in 20, is going to be, do you want to return to the constant chaos of the Trump years? And what you have seen in the last 24 hours from the former president is about a starker reminder of what that looks like as you could have.
2: Ron, good to see you. Thanks for being with us. Really appreciate your time. Ron Brownstein there in Washington. Thank you, sir.